0: This tonic Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Anthony, and every single week we get to talk about what it's like to have a human experience and all of the different ways that that shows up for us when we are fully steeped in the human experience and yet have a conscious awareness of being much more than just that. This week we get to talk about what comparison does to us and we also are going to discuss excuses and owning up to whether it's mistakes or as simple as running late just owning up to the action and without needing to spill out excuses let's dive into this week's episode Welcome to this week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let's begin today's episode with a couple deep breaths. And I just want you to connect into physical experience. So take a couple breaths, centering into physical experience. Centering meaning just become more aware more aware of what it feels like to be in your body physically. Inhaling slow, and exhaling slow. Become aware of what it's like to be in your emotional body. What emotions are present right now based on an experience or based on just being a human and having experiences, emotional experiences that just arise and pass by? Just take a couple breaths, becoming aware of your emotional experience right now. What's been going on in your life? And how do you feel about that? And then lastly, instead of just being aware of the mind and the thoughts that are there, we're going to direct the mind. And this really is the practice of yoga, directing the mind, one-pointed focus. Is how we start to control the mind. Easiest way to do that is through breath. So now we'll breathe in all the way full, nice and slow. Hold your breath in at the top for just a moment. Feel the vitality soaking in your body. Slowly exhale when you need to. Do one more round of breath like that. Inhale slowly and deeply, all the way full. Hold your breath in at the top. Feel like you're soaking in that vitality through the breath. And when you're ready, exhale. Let it out slowly. All right, well, welcome to welcome to yourself. <laughs> That's how I feel when I get done with even of a short practice. I've been really all about the short home practice lately, even if it is 30 seconds, one minute, a full practice, but six, eight minutes long. That's been my steady and fulfilling practice lately. So It doesn't take much. It just takes starting. And then you can see where it takes you. Maybe it will take you into a two-hour-long practice every once in a while, but it is just getting to your practice that can be the biggest challenge. And so I encourage all of you, even just every week listening to this podcast, to take those 30 seconds, the one minute, whatever it is that we do when we center into ourselves or into the breath before we start, do that throughout the week. Even if it's the same technique or a different technique, whatever it is, do something a couple times. Start there. Start there and build it slowly and steadily. So for today's episode, I kind of had one topic in mind and then a big one came and hit me and was just like, all right, this is what we're talking about today. And the initial topic that I wanted to talk about is when we either, I I don't want to just put it in the category of making a mistake. But say we let somebody down, we make a mistake, we do something that involves other people and maybe in a way where we let them down, disappoint them, make them wait for us, whatever it happens to be. And they may not actually even be let down, but we perceive it that way. So oftentimes, and you... I know if you're listening to this, you can relate to times that you've done this and maybe it's something that you're also working on. So this is just maybe a gentle reminder to you that when you're in an experience like that, to own up to it without giving the excuses. Because I find that so often when we own our part of it, without blaming anything or anyone else or any experience or situation, when we own exclusively our part in what happened, the energy of it changes and real progress can be made. Real connection can be made after that. Real forward momentum or healing or whatever it happens to be. So the easiest excuse is, you know, you're running late and then you show up and you feel bad for running late. Maybe people are waiting for you or maybe you're late for work and you get in trouble if you're late, whatever it happens to be. And this has been showing up for me all past couple weeks, I guess, is I don't, maybe this is like my Virgo nature, and it's not that I don't make mistakes, but I just like don't get in trouble a lot. And so when I do, or when I get scolded, you know, my mind on the way to that experience, whether I'm running late or whatever it is, on the way to that experience where I know I'm going to have some sort of interaction and something will probably be said, I start Running around with excuses in my mind of like, okay, but I was late. I was tired, and whatever it happens to be, it's like I start to build up this big story in my mind. And you know, this week and lately, I've just been trying to consciously shift my mindset and instead of giving all of the excuses, simply own my part of that. I'm sorry, I'm late. I'm sorry, I made a mistake. And you can you can explain further if you feel the need, but the energy of that is different than the energy of showing up, like, oh my God, all this stuff happened. And then this person was running late, which made me running late. Blah blah blah. blah. The chaos versus owning what you've done. And it is such a more calm energy that I feel like people can understand. And I think this really is the difference. This is something that I think has been memes recently or for a while is, you know, sympathy versus empathy. And when you give excuses, it's oftentimes because we want to flip the power. We want people to feel sorry for us so that we get off the hook. And it's not to say that there's not ever a reason to, like, share what's going on. It's not the case at all that you shouldn't share what's going on in your life. It's just noticing when you're doing it to flip the power and get sympathy from other people. When do we want people to feel sorry for us? And that... In a way, deflects our own personal responsibility for what we are doing, creating, and how we are showing up. So, this is something too that is easy to talk about. And gosh, is it hard in action to just own up this was a mistake? I apologize. It won't happen again. Like, instead of giving the list of excuses or blaming whatever situation or other people own up to it and that this really does it transfers just so many life experiences and I I got an opportunity to see it and call it out too in one of the kids this week you know they all went to camp and when they went to camp I gave each of them 27 dollars exactly. To put in their camp account and get whatever they wanted. And they all come home. And I said, Oh, what did you buy? Oh, I got, you know, candy and soda every day. And then I had 15 extra dollars. So I got a water bottle, blah blah blah. And then one of the kids, like, I only got seven dollars. I was like, No, you didn't. <laughs> what do you mean? I only got seven dollars. I only got this. I was like, um, <laughs> well, I gave you 27. Oh, well. I only put $7 into my account and I saved the 20 and I just had this like, whoa, why do we say things the way we say them? And it's oftentimes like he was looking for sympathy. Like he only had $7 and I truly believe that, you know, children do things for not necessarily, they're not conscious of trying to be manip- manipulative. Right. And yet they seek certain validation, seek certain, um, they seek certain reactions without necessarily knowing why. And so do we as adults, and it's so crazy to like be able to see this so blatantly in children, but to see it in ourselves is, is a whole nother can of worms in ways that we try to manipulate the situation and elicit feelings from other people in order to feel validated or feel better or, you know, whatever emotion we're trying to get. Um, sympathy is such a huge one as we want people to feel sympathy when really empathy is definitely the deeper understanding of one another. And that honestly can only happen when we own Only our own experience. Only, I can only own my part of this. And you can say excuses or reasons, and there is a difference in the two, but when you fully, fully own up, it's a different energy and it actually opens the doorway to true connection. So as adults, we do this all the time in terms of like, gosh, there's so many different ways that we talk about money. And it's so funny, different ways that like, oh, I don't have money. And yet, you know, somebody could say that who truly doesn't have money to eat, who doesn't have electricity. And then somebody can say that. And what they mean is they've been saving money and they have a huge savings account, but they don't like to spend that money. And it's the same energy for a completely different thing. When what you can say is, oh, I prioritize eating out. I prioritize um healthy eating, and I think that's just such a different way to own up to how you do spend your money. Another example is time. You know so many people are glorifying busyness, and in reality, you know oh, I'm too busy or I don't have time for self care I don't have time for that well Let's look at it differently when we communicate to others because that is the biggest indicator of what's going on in our mind. I'm going to say that again. Watch what you are repeatedly saying to other people because that is the biggest indicator of what is going on in your mind. So when you repeatedly tell people a story, it is a big indicator to you of what's going on in your mind, whatever it is. And oftentimes it's a sob story and it does not do us any good to repeatedly tell that story. It's okay to tell trusted people. It's okay to speak how you truly feel. But if you're repeatedly telling the same story, pay attention to that. There's something there for you to look at. So time, I'm too busy. No, I prioritize spending my time with family. I prioritize losing two hours a day on my phone and social media, right? That's a different energy when you say, I'm too busy, blah, 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 but you lose, you lose time dinking around on social media, and it is a little bit of an untruth to say that you're too busy so instead shifting it to i prioritize these other things and then guess what it makes us take responsibility for our own experience so that's just something that's been on my mind a lot is ways that we make excuses whether or not you follow through like for me i ended up you know owning up to my mistake and Um, leaving out all of the excuses. In my mind, I could have said the whole list of reasons why I did what I did and was wrong. And instead, I just said, I'm sorry I was wrong and it won't happen again. And I feel like maybe that opens up more of the line to true connection and being able to move on from the mistake so much faster than living in the excuses that now you have to stay with. Okay. So, excuses, ditch them. Second thing I want to talk about today is comparison. And I only am bringing this up because it just popped up for me big time. And I think the easiest way and it's really honestly, it's been some a lesson that has been showing up for me in the past couple weeks probably has something to do with eclipse season here and the lessons that I'm specifically learning, um, just with my ego. And I realized, and you know, funny, funniest part, and maybe the best part of this is that my phone broke. My phone is not working. I mean, like it's sort of working, but it oftentimes doesn't work and I'll get locked out of my phone because it just like starts opening up random apps or like pressing different buttons to unlock the screen. And then it does too many attempts of that. Anyways, it's like it's possessed, but it's with a screen issue. And so I've been Not able to really use my phone in the way that I normally do. So I'm recording this on my laptop with my nice microphone, which I have, but it just isn't always convenient to do. So the audio might sound a little better this week because of that. And it has been so nice. And I've been, before this happened, consciously just trying to leave my phone at home and not check social media as much. And so this was just kind of like a a welcome mishap however you know when I need to use it for things like music for my yoga classes stuff like that it's been a little bit annoying to have to deal with that but it's been really nice to not have social media and see the way that comparison still comes up in daily life and how I react to it and oftentimes comparison to me uh when i do it subconsciously i find things to dislike about that person when they seem better than me in an area that i'm feeling insecure or if they are shining brighter than me whatever it is it can be in anything it's when we start comparing we start nitpicking things about that person And then it furthers the separation. And so this is the danger, as we all know, of social media, of Instagram, of seeing all of these perfect yogis doing poses or people sharing curated um, posts of any kind. And we see that and we think maybe these people are perfect or living always in accordance with their own advice when the truth is a lot of us are coming up with this advice because we need it ourselves like just I'm speaking for me but also you know a lot of people are inspired by their own experiences and on social media not necessarily in real life but on social media it can appear that there's a sense of perfection that we are all attaining or reaching towards, and it's so easy to sink in that in social media. And so, taking this little social media break and seeing the ways that it shows up in my daily life, or at work, or whatever it happens to be, I have been having a little bit of it, it's less intense. That you know, when you get caught up in social media. It happens so quickly. You get lost in the tunnel and then next thing you know, you've lost an hour. In real life, all of a sudden, it just starts slowly creeping up as animosity or jealousy or whatever in all of the different ways that that can show up. And so it's less intense and less obvious in real life to notice when you're acting from comparison. And comparison comes along with the animosity, the jealousy, or resentment. All of these things that really, let's boil it down to simple comparison. I'm comparing myself to this person. Can you ever, ever do that? No. And so what I want just to say to you right now and I feel so strongly about this, is you are such a unique individual and nobody can be like you and you can never be like another person. You are so complex. You have such a unique past, a unique life experience. The way your mind works is so spectacularly unique. And the emotions that come up for you every single day that dictate how you interact with the world and what you desire and create is also so unique to you. Every bit of you is unique. Your physical body is unique. So you can never be like another person and another person can never be like you. And the biggest thing the biggest thing that you can do that's a gift to yourself is when you sink into comparison, remember you are a person just like anybody else and you have only that in common. You are a person, I think last week I was telling you about the Regina Spector quote from her song, people are just people. They shouldn't make you nervous and I think People are just people, and yet each one is unique. And the more you honor another person's uniqueness and your uniqueness, the more connection we can have, and the less comparison is going to rule the mind. Because when we're in comparison, the mind does some crazy, messed up stuff. We can really sink low when we're in a state of comparison and our actions, they show up in that same low way. And maybe we act in a way that isn't in alignment with how we truly feel deep down, but we haven't paused long enough to question the thoughts of comparison that are rising up into the mind. So just know Comparison, who said, I don't know, somebody look this up. Comparison is the thief, thief of joy. Who said that? You tell me. I could look it up, but then I I can't really pause the podcast. So I'm just going to keep on rolling. Comparison is the thief of joy. And it's true in so many ways. And so every time you feel that popping up, remember that you are on your own unique journey nobody else is you. And because of that, you can't judge if somebody is ahead of you, if somebody is behind you, if you're more spiritually advanced or less spiritually advanced than another person. You can never, ever, ever know that. You can never judge another person. And so what is comparison if not judgment? You tell me, what is comparison if not judgment. So I'm going to leave you with that. And we'll take a deep breath in. Let it out like a sigh. And know how freaking perfect you are and how beautiful you are that you are you. And know that I appreciate you for being you. And I appreciate you for taking the time to listen to this podcast, which is one of the ways that you take care of yourself, take care of your mind and your mental health by questioning the thoughts that arise in your mind. So before you compare, remember to move inward and remember how beautiful you are and how unique you are. Sending you all of my love. Have a wonderful rest of your week. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. I would be so honored if you would click the five stars, rate and review this podcast, share it with your friends, shout it from the rooftops if it resonates with you in any way. I would be so appreciative to you if you would do that. And in fact, if you would... Take a picture of your rating, your review, whatever it is. Send it to my email, which is in the show notes. I will give you a free intuitive tarot reading, and we'll send that to you within a day or two. So, if you write and review. Take a picture of your review and email it to me at themichelle at gmail.com, which is in the show notes. I will send you a free intuitive reading. A huge thank you to Kyle Piper for editing this podcast as well as creating my beautiful website. You can get a hold of him to work with you and your podcast as well as build a website for you. His email is in the show notes as well. Thank you again for listening. Have a wonderful week.